Okay, so I'm gonna, I don't have a lot, lot to say, but it, usually when I say that, I start to talk a lot, and I didn't realize it was all in there. Um, and so I, I want to kind of just talk about this whole idea of mothers. And Aaron was helping me with this message, just to be honest, I almost said to him, why don't you just preach the message then? Because he gave me like this whole message. He sat down, he's like, here's your message. And I was like, I kind of got a little mad about it because I don't know. I feel like then it's not from my heart but I don't know. So I did take some of his ideas just to give him credit right up front. We'll just leave it at that. All right, so he did have this idea of a mom feeling, or even women, women in general, feeling like an octopus. And at, oddly enough, there should be a photo I sent you guys that you can put up. When we were at the art show um, for the girls' school on Thursday night, what, the art teacher was like, do you guys want any of my paintings? And it was like these little postcards. And, um, okay, so... It, one of them was this beautiful octopus. And it's like, how often do we ever see that? And so, um, anyways, I thought, okay, Lord, well, let's go with this. So the octopus has all these arms, right, flowing out of it. And if maybe you guys don't have it, that's okay. If you get it, you can pull it up. Um, has all these arms, and it feels like, I think that moms sometimes feel this way. Honestly, adults in general, I'm guessing, probably feel like you're getting pulled in a thousand different directions. You know, parenting, spouse, work, whatever you are, like you, we all carry a lot of responsibility and it feels like we're constantly getting pulled. And I have to be honest that that is, um, when Angie talks about tension, it's like, I feel like sometimes I'm more of like a, like a, a I'm not keeping things in tension. I'm going one way like this and then the next day it's like way over here. And I think that that is the, the thing that many of us probably do struggle with. And so what, what tends to happen, like what I tend to do is I start to say, okay, how can I control all of these things and make sure that all of these things get taken care of, that this one's needs are met, that she gets to practice on time, that she gets woke up on time and Evelyn asked me to make sure that I filled out this paper and it's like, and then he needs, you know, something, and I forgot to do this and that. And it's like, you're just getting stretched, pulled in all of these different directions. And we tend as people, as humans, to try to figure out, how can I make sure all of these things happen? And before you know it, unless you're really, 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 really good at letting the Lord be in control of your life, the next thing you know, like, you're a hot mess because you're now trying to be all things for all people all the time. And it's like, that's, that is impossible. And so, in full con con uh, confession here, this idea leads into my Friday morning meltdown session. And it was a bad one. It was a bad one. Yay, there's Dr. Uh Okay, and so, first of all, I was like, I, I'm just trying to manage my life. I'm trying to make sure the girls are happy and they have everything they need and their clothes are clean and our washer went out and so we didn't have laundry and it's like, Where's this? Where's that? And so just all of this stuff piled up. I'm just going to tell you all the things I was upset about. And so I, I just, I, I had this competition that I had committed to, and I was freaking out about that. Plus, I had to speak today, and I didn't have anything. And I was like, ah. and it was just so not pretty. And I sat down in the chair, and he sat down in the chair next to me. This was Friday morning. We were just, kids are at school. We had the whole day. We could have been very productive and doing lots of fun things. We could have, I don't know what, but I'm sitting, I find myself sitting in this chair with him and all of a sudden just probably an hour goes by and I'm just like, and the weather's terrible and it never sunny and I just want to clean my windows and the kids are going to be out of school and I was just do, 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 and it was just, I have 100% worst meltdown session I've had in a while. 
that it lasted a while, and I was just crying in my eyes. I was like, <sighs> and I, I realized, like, this whole idea of me trying to be in control of and controlling everything and all the things in my life, and it, having lots of things and responsibilities in your life isn't a problem. But the problem happens when you start to try to make sure how you can figure out to navigate through all the things. And you can make this happen and you can get this done. And how many minutes are you going to spend till you can get to this? And then the next thing. And the problem with that is that you are trying to be all things for all people and you're trying to be in control. And it, again, nothing wrong with having lots of things in life as long as you know that you have good margin and you've created space for yourself and da 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 and the Lord. Um, but I do believe that we can have a lot of things going on in our life as long as we remember that he is the one who is the I am. He is the one that is all the things. If I need more time, he's going to help me figure out how to get it. If I am worried about something, he's actually the one that I need to be leaning on to bring the peace. Right? He's the one that has the answers for what's to be uh, spoken today. All of those things. And it's just this whole idea of getting out of alignment, trying to take it into our own hands, because I do, I, you can admit it if you want, but sometimes I just think it's easier. Like, just let me do it. Just let me do this. You guys get out. Just go out. I'll just do it. And you feel like you're going to be more productive. But anyway. Um, okay, so I have to come to the realization, and I think my Friday morning meltdown sesh uh, helped me to realize that I can't. I can't. You can't. You cannot be all things to all people. You cannot do it all on your own. We, we have to realize and recognize that we have a God who can. And he is the I am. He is all the things. I loved what we were singing today. He is all of those names. Plus, Aaron always talks about the 951 titles of God. He is the one. Like, I can't be all the things to my kids. I can't always be there for, their, for comfort for them. I can do my best, and that is a responsibility I have, but ultimately I have to trust that the Lord is actually the one who is designed to comfort them. And in fact, when I try to take the place of doing all that for them all the time, what I do then is I, I try to wedge myself in to become that for them, and I'm not allowing him the space he needs to be that for them. And not just for your kids, but for other people. Sometimes we try to play the role that God really needs to be. And when we do that, we limit people's ability to have to actually dig and access the Lord. And man, that, that's, I think that's where tension comes in. Okay. Um, so we have these promises that God has given us. And throughout the Bible, we know that he promised that he would send us a Savior and, and Jesus. So he sends Jesus. Then he talks about that when Jesus dies, he talks about the comforter coming, the Holy Spirit coming. So there's the promise of the Holy Spirit. And then there's the promise of Jesus, of Jesus coming back as Messiah and taking us out of this world and we get, get into heaven. So there's these promises. And Aaron kind of tapped into some of this stuff last week when he was talking about the Holy Spirit. And even with Pentecost coming and the, when the Holy Spirit comes in power, uh, in a few, few weeks we'll talk about that. But today it's just like, okay, let's talk about the Holy Spirit as part of the parts of God. And so you've got these parts of God, and I, I think we've talked about this in here before, and if you've ever done Sozo or had a Sozo, then they've, they've kind of tapped into this. And when I first heard the, the, the God kind of presented this way, my mind was blown. And I, I was just like, oh. so I feel like if you haven't heard this, it's going to blow your mind. So we have these three parts of God that I want to talk about. We have God the Father, and he kind of is parallel 
in, like to us as human beings walking on the earth, when we think of God the Father, we can't help but assume that God the Father is like our Father on earth. It's just, that's, that's all that we have to compare to, right? So a lot of times when we talk about God as Father, and we're in here and we're saying He is a good, good Father, if you've had a real bad, bad Father, it's real hard for you to see how God could be a good, good Father because we compare it to what our experience tells us, right? And so it's just working through the understanding that, that, it, that God is the actual example of Father and that, yeah, our earthly fathers will let us down, this, that, and the other. Then you've got God as the Son. Who, he sent the Son, Jesus. And Jesus comes along, and on earth, I think we compare him like in our natural to like a sibling, a brother or sister, because he was God's son. If God's the father, then Jesus is the son, and, that, and we're his kids, so then we're like siblings. Does that make sense? Okay. Um, and so then we look at Jesus as a brother, a, a friend, so, like kind of like a companion to us. And then you've got God that sends Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit would, would then be what? Mother. Like the mothering part of the Lord. And so when we talk about the Holy Spirit, man, I'm like, I get convicted because I'm like, I need to, I feel like I need to, people are nurturing and comforting to my kids. And it doesn't come natural for me sometimes. And so I'm just like, well, crap. They're, they're going to have a bad view of the Holy Spirit. Dang it. And so the Holy Spirit, when we talk about the Holy Spirit, we think of comforter, guide, protector, um, teacher, advocate, like lots of different things. But the two aspects of the Holy Spirit that I'm going to land on, that I just felt like the Lord just kept going like boom, 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 as I thought about this, was the Holy Spirit as comfort and guide. Again, there, there's so much more to the Holy Spirit, but I, I just, I'm going to land where it talks about comfort and guide. And so um, would you read with me in John? We're going to read John 16, 7. I am going to read from the Amplified Version. I don't even know if they have that version on the computer. So it might look different from what they have. All right. It says, but I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. And this is Jesus talking. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper, which is the Holy Spirit, comforter, advocate, intercessor, counselor, strengthener, standby, will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him, the Holy Spirit, to you to be in close fellowship with you. And so that kind of explains, like, Jesus like, I got to go. And when I go, I'm going to send you guys a helper and a comforter and a guide and an advocate and someone who's fighting for you and someone who's praying and, and helping to intercede. And so that, that is this aspect of Holy Spirit. And then read in John 16, 13, I'm going to just read the first part of that. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you in to all the truth, full and complete truth. Okay. So I think like, I feel like the, the reason that the Lord highlighted um, these two things is because a lot of times we want to find other things, people, I don't know, all kinds of different things, whatever, to fulfill and, and help us feel comforted. And, and that would be like phony ways of feeling comforted. And also, because I think like as humans, it's in us to do something to feel comfortable. Does that make sense? Yeah? So I think, uh, I'm going to say this, that probably every single one of us in here, 
I feel pretty confident that every single one of us in here does something that's probably not totally accessing the Holy Spirit to allow us to feel comforted. Does that make sense? I'm, let me give you some suggestions. Chocolate. TV. Facebook. I mean, uh, alcohol. The uh, list goes on and on and on. There are things in all of our lives, because we're constantly becoming more and more like him, so it's in us to admit, like, oops, I think I use that to comfort me, and I really need to, like, be accessing the Holy Spirit that Jesus already left for me to be my comfort. Because all the things that we try to put in the place to comfort us will fail us, will not sustain, like, yeah, maybe I'm, like, stressed out, so I'm just, I just need to, like, I just need to feel relaxed, so I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna watch a show. And then the show's over. And then what? Like, you know what I'm saying? And so those things are temporary, and they don't fulfill you the way that he can fulfill and will fulfill. And when we put those things and choose those things as our comfort, we are now removing the opportunity for the Holy Spirit to be our comfort. Just like I was saying, like with my kids, when I'm trying to always be there to comfort and comfort and comfort, I'm removing the opportunity for Holy Spirit. I'm like squishing them out. Same thing in our life. And I just feel like the Lord really wants to be our comfort today. This morning when I sat down, I, I have this drawer where I keep my little communion cups and I also have these beautiful olive plants that are right in front of it that I'm trying to let, I'm trying to keep them alive. I am succeeding. It's been a several weeks now. Emily Farley found them for me. I have kept them alive. This is great. But anyways, and so they're tall, and so I didn't really want to touch them or move them, so I slide open the drawer barely just to reach in and get my little communion cups. And literally right there is the picture of this rock. Do we have the picture? Do we have the picture of the rock? Yes, there it is. Look at what it says. Comfort. I think Chloe, I think, wrote that or gave that to me, and I have no idea why I put it in there, but the Lord, I, feel, I really feel like the Lord was wanting to come as a comfort today. And I think wanting to um, call us out and say, hey, what are you using to be your comfort? Because I'm actually the one that needs to be your comfort. So there's that about comforter. Guide. So the two, the two remember that I wanted to talk about, the comforter and the guide. So, actually, the Holy Spirit is meant to be the one who guides us in truth. So, he wants to come in, and he wants to guide us in all the choices that we make. Okay? Now, does the Holy Spirit speak through our parents? Children? Teenagers? Does the Holy Spirit th speak through your parents? Admit it. Yes, he does. However, the Holy Spirit also speaks through you, or to you as well. Um, but he, the Holy Spirit is meant to guide us. Have you ever had to make a big decision and you just are like, I don't know what to do? So sometimes what we'll do is we'll go and we'll, we'll find someone who we think will tell us the right answer. And we let them be our total guide. We're just like, well, so-and-so said for me to do it, so I'm doing it. And then we don't ever say like, Lord, well, what did you— what? this is what they were thinking that would be the right thing to do. What do you think? And allow that— Allow the Holy Spirit to actually help guide. Someone gives you the idea, take it to the Lord. Okay, does this, do these two things match up? You will know. I know that probably some of you are like, well, how do I know if the Holy Spirit, well, I don't, how do I know if he's saying it to me? You'll know. 
you will know if you if you are even having a an, a thought in your head and knowing that the Lord has put the Holy Spirit in you, that you have the Holy Spirit, you'll know because when you're making a decision, the Holy Spirit in you, you ever had that like, mm? that feeling like, I don't know. That is the Holy Spirit. And then you have people that can come along and then you can confirm it. Like you, you put those two things together. People who you know are following the Lord, by the way, I forget to admit, do I need to say that? Um, and so he wants to be a guide. He wants to guide you. I promise you, and I, I, this, I've proven it, like, because I've made decisions that probably weren't the ones he wanted me to make. It's so much better when you just align and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. Oh my gosh, the things you dream of happen and beyond, right? Can we make things happen on our own? Yes. Yes, we can. We actually could make things happen on our own. We can grind hard enough. We can work hard enough. We can strive the bet. We can do all the things. We can make things happen. But unless it's the Lord through the Holy Spirit that's guiding us in those things, we'll never, ever, ever feel the contentment and the peace that comes when you know that it's the Holy Spirit that guided you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, so these are also responsibilities of a mom. If you're a mom out there, you need to be confident, and you also need to be guiding your children. And also we trust that you're praying, and as you're praying for your kids, the Lord gives you downloads. The Lord gives you visions. And kids need to listen to your moms and your dads because they do know. <sighs> was I like that when I was, like, that age? I can't imagine that I was, but, I mean, I probably did. So, anyway. Um, yeah, and so the conviction piece. The Holy Spirit brings conviction. And in, man, I just want to encourage you, like, pay attention to that. Pay attention to that. As you make decisions, as you make choices, as you, when you are doing something and you just don't feel peace, because raise your hand, have you all been there when you've made a decision and you're like, I don't know if I feel peace. Okay, raise your hand if you didn't necessarily feel peace and you still went with it. Be honest. I have. Okay, now compare it to a time when you did feel peace and you went for it. It's like so different. It's just so different. It's like you're riding the wave of the Holy Spirit, right? Okay, so here's what I want to do. I'm done. That was it. It was just a little nugget today. Um, but just as a reminder of like the Holy Spirit is so many things and so much. He's not just the power that comes. He's not just the tongues that we hear when people are speaking in tongues. He's not just when the girls are up here prophesying because the Holy Spirit gave that to them. No, he is there to comfort you. And I, I, I just, I'm just, I'm just so proud of this church and how we have, have been so intentional to love on people as they've went through things and just been so aware of what people are going through that the Holy Spirit is, is, wants to comfort you. And it doesn't mean that you can't grieve and that you can't feel sad and you can't be hurt. But man, I just invite you and encourage you to let the Holy Spirit comfort you. I just think there's be something so special about that. It doesn't mean that the situation doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that things didn't happen. It's just that there's comfort that the Holy Spirit, only the Holy Spirit can bring. And then the guide. Let him guide you. Let him guide you. Just let him. Let him guide you. Man, I remember, I don't know if Michael's, yeah, Michael's in here. I think this is a story when these guys were in like 
I think you guys were in high school or whatever, but like they'd go to the grocery. I might like get the details off a little bit. I think the gist of it is like they'd they'd get to like the cereal aisle and they'd be like, Holy Spirit, what cereal do I eat? <laughs> but I did think there were times when you guys would get real tangled up. Like, I didn't hear what did he say? I don't know. But it's like, you know, peace. Where's your peace? Make a choice and go with it. I think the Lord's just like, make a decision and go with it. But he's there for those times. He's there to comfort. He's there to guide. And there are, I believe there's times when he will hear, you will know that you know that you know that you know. And then I think there's times that you're like, I really don't know. And that's when you bring the people around you to help you pray into it. And then you make a decision. And when you feel peace, you know that you're doing what the Lord would have you to do when you're walking in Him. Um, and then if you make the wrong decision, then pay attention to the conviction. Pay attention to what you're feeling and fix it. Say, okay, we missed that one. What, now what do I need to do? It's fine. It's okay. All right, I'm going to end on this. And it's in Ezekiel 36. And I know it just feels kind of random, but... I just want to read it. I think that, actually, would you stand? I'm going to have you stand. I'm going to read this over you because I think what happens when we don't allow the Lord to come in and comfort us, I think it's because our heart has gotten hard. And we're afraid that if we soften our heart a little bit to allow the Lord to comfort us, we're afraid he won't. And so it's the fear that causes us just to harden our heart and say, we're just going to, we're going to just stop that right there. And we're not going to allow the Lord access. And I'm to tell you, this place is a place, um, man, one of the main things that we believe in is vulnerability and transparency, authenticity. I, you can go anywhere else you want and see a bunch of fake people who aren't going to admit that they have problems they're going to walk around with a smile and act like everything's fine which was what I was saying on Friday I'm fine everything's fine this is what I was saying yesterday before my competition I'm fine everything's fine feelings I'm not expressing you know and that's a problem because listen the Lord wants to come in and move in your heart he wants to comfort you he wants to guide you in truth because he has great plans for you. Not because he's like a hard father that's like, you're going to do this and you're going to do it. No. He wants to guide you because he knows what's best. And he's trying to help you not end up in a mess. <sighs> Isn't that funny? Sometimes we would rather just end up in a mess than just let him guide us because it's like, is it a lack of trust? I don't know. Do we not believe? Is it a lack of faith? Well, Corey already said it. There's a Faith rose up in here today. Okay, so here's the verse. It's Ezekiel 36. It says, And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey me or obey my regulations. I want to read that part in the middle there again. It says, I will take out your stony, stubborn heart. Man, I think that some of us just need to take a second and just admit, like, I do have, maybe your whole heart isn't stony and stubborn. Maybe it's a, but maybe it is a chunk of it that is. And so we're going to just pray. I just think 
I want to give you this opportunity just to repent. Repent means like turn away from the stubborn heart. Like ask the Lord to forgive you for shutting him out, shutting him off, not allowing him to be your comfort and guide. He just said it. I I will take out your stony, stubborn heart. It's almost like he knows, like he knows. He has a stony, stubborn heart. I'm taking it out. And then it says, and give you a, I love this. I just love this version. A tender, responsive heart. Oh, I love that. Tender and responsive. And isn't it funny that Angie said, mentioned herself so being so tender? That's just what the Lord, man, I just can't say it enough. He's not just sitting there saying, hey, I want you to do this because I said so. No, man, he just desires just so much real, authentic vulnerability from us because he wants to be close to us. It's like, I can't squeeze my kids hard enough. I just want to be so close to them. It's like, I love them. I don't want to, well, I was going to say I don't want to control them. Sometimes I do want to control them, but it's not why I love them. No, he, 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 I mean it. He just, he just wants, he just knows the potential that's in you. When the stubborn, <clears throat> should I just say it again? Stubborn. Some of us in here are so stubborn in our heart and hardened. Man, I, and I just sense that the Holy Spirit's just coming in as a comfort. Because as the stony and stubborn heart gets removed, the tender, responsive heart can receive the comfort that He's bringing in. So come on, if you know that that's you and your heart is stony, stubborn, or not well, would you just put your hands out? I'm just going to pray for us. I mean, I'm, I would put both my hands out if I could at the moment. Just like, man, stony and stubborn also equals like control. If you're a control freak, that means you've got some parts of your heart that are stony and stubborn. So, Lord, would you just forgive us? We just repent for knowingly allowing our hearts to become stubborn and Lord we repent for unknowingly allowing it to happen because I I know that there's been situations and times with many 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 of us in here that we didn't realize it but we were allowing our heart to become stony and stubborn and so even though we didn't realize we were doing it we repent we ask you to forgive us Holy Spirit, we just, we receive what you're giving as comfort and tenderizing our heart, that we would be so responsive and open to allowing you to comfort us. We trust you. We trust you. You are good things may not always turn out how we want them to, but that doesn't mean that you're not good. And so we trust you. We just want to be people who are tender and responsive. 
so responsive to your presence, to your spirit. We want to let you guide us. We trust that your ways are better than our ways. And we just admit that it is easier said than done. And it might feel like the way we do it is just going to get it done quicker. But that is not true. It can only get done effectively, efficiently, and perfectly when we surrender ourselves, Lord, and just let you just come in and just tenderize our heart. super angry just angry I think the Lord just wants to, to soften you this morning and I felt like there was permission he gave you permission he's giving you permission to be angry to have it out with the Lord. It may seem weird, but like have it out with Him. Have it out with the Lord. I'm gonna have the prayer, if you've like the prayer people or prayer team people, would you come up? I'm gonna pray for all of us. But if you're angry, if that's you and you're like, I'm just so angry.
maybe you can't pinpoint why, or maybe you can, I would encourage you to just have it out with the Lord. That might be screaming, yelling, cussing. And just let it out. But I do believe that he moved in a way in here that there is a tenderizing happening. But you got to address your anger and let him come in and comfort you in that. So don't miss that moment. Don't miss that moment. Would you just put your hand on your heart? All of us, we're going to close. And then there's people up here that would love to pray with you. And so, Lord, thank you for sending the Holy Spirit to comfort and to guide us, to nurture and love on us. And thank you for, um, man, just creating a, a beautiful opportunity for us to recognize our faults and acknowledge it and deal with it. And then in such sweet and gentleness that you are, you would come and tenderize us and allow us just to just respond and be so responsive in our heart just because you love us. So we just thank you, Lord, and we just believe that as we move through our week that we will feel you in new ways, in deeper ways, in heavier ways as you comfort us. And Lord, we commit to allowing you to guide us guide us in truth and we just love you we love you we love you we love you so much we're so thankful in jesus name amen